0: This is Stephanie Hansen. You are listening to The Makers of Minnesota, where we are talking to cool people doing cool things throughout the state of Minnesota. We have had, boy, I think over 150 podcasts that we've done with all of the talented makers in the Twin Cities. If you love the podcast, please give it a favorable review. What happens when you do that on whatever platform you listen is they will serve that podcast up to more people. So it spreads the word about all the great talent that we have in the state of Minnesota. Also, you can find information about some of the podcasters that we've talked to and some of the entrepreneurs that we've talked to on Facebook, as well as on Instagram. You can follow us at Makers of MN. Today, I am with Jess Rosenberg, she is the founder of Super Stretch Yoga and co-founder of Gorilla Yogis and I think it's safe to say you called yourself a yoga slut earlier.
1: <laughs> I did. I have a potty mouth so it might no, say something potty potty inappropriate mouth is good Thanks,
0: for yes. podcasting. You are a health and wellness uh, educator, you have created this super stretch yoga character and cast of characters really to create edutainment you called it Mm -hmm. for programs books in order to teach kids and adults really about resiliency Mm -hmm. and breathing and have you always been attracted to yoga.
1: A yes. When I was younger, I went into a bookstore and find, found a really cool book. And it really helped me create connections where there were disconnections. And it helped me to empower my mind and body. And through that process, I realized that I want to help others thrive.
0: How old were you when you had that realization? Do you remember?
1: Well, I found the book when I was still a teenager. So I would say like 16 Uh plus. And I had a real career. (laughs) I'm on sabbatical. I've been on sabbatical for 20 years. (laughs) And now I pour people oxygen cocktails for a living and teach people how to breathe. And I liked how you said resiliency. That's really what I help people with, is help them to ride the storms of life with grace.
0: So if we talk about yoga just as a practice, Mm -hmm. it has its origins in thousands of years, really. Mm -hmm. And I think. Prior to maybe the 90s, yoga was kind of like this woo-woo thing that people thought... Only the people in California that ate granola bars did. And now yoga has become a much bigger practice and Mm -hmm. much more accepted. Why do you think there was that shift?
1: I believe that yoga has helped to level the praying field and it's helped people be more spiritual and tune in to their true nature and be more authentic. I believe when I started and even some of the friends that I mentioned to you, I've known some of the people that you've interviewed since I was a teenager and they just thought I was weird woo-woo. And they kind of were like, ooh, what's this person doing? Even though we were friends, they were kind of like, they had that inquisitive look in their eye when they looked at me and as yoga which is such an ancient practice based on you know philosophy and psychology and physiology filtered into the east and west coast because those people were going and studying with their gurus and that filtered now into the midwest and has become a little bit more accepted is that yeah
0: i think so Mm -hmm. and when you think about yoga in general people see it as like a so not just wellness but Athletic. Like they see it as like I'm a runner, I'm a yogi, I'm a I'm a bicyclist. All of those things have really created this perfect storm of where I think people are really ready to get that message. And maybe to a spirituality has changed Mm -hmm. and people have turned away from maybe some of the more traditional spiritual roots of church. Mm -hmm. Um, we're seeing populations decline Mm -hmm. in organized religion. Maybe they have still felt the need to have some spiritual connection, but weren't finding it in that place, so they found it in the practice of yoga, would you say that you've seen more of that? Because I think millennials have really taken to yoga. Mm -hmm.
1: And they feel a sense of community that they might not feel someplace else. And it's a socially mission driven practice, because it's based upon uh, life skills that teach you how to act and live skillfully and and how to be a Decent human, and not only to others but to yourself, and I think that we miss that a lot in a lot of fear-based religions.
0: I just posted something that someone else had shared with me that self-care is not—it's not—it's a—it's a necessity. Mm-hmm, it's not selfish. Yeah, it's—and I had always felt like you know, self-care is important, mm-hmm. but just the sheer example of like getting to the gym in the morning. You know, mm-hmm. if someone needed to meet with me at an early morning for a business call, I would definitely take that, I would feel like my workout wasn't as important as the business call, but really in the grand scheme of your life, if you're trying to prioritize having self-care and having wellness be a core tenant for who you are, you you might go to that exercise class and make the business meeting have to work some other time Mm -hmm. because you're going to prioritize that for yourself
1: completely and truly yoga is the art and science of the body-mind connection it really has nothing to do with the physicality of the practice it is are you breathing are you being a kind human? Um, are you in the zone of your life as you come to your senses?
0: We seem to be in kind of a sad just time mm-hmm. in terms of our political climate, in terms of maybe our kindness towards others or our disconnection mm-hmm. from the human mm-hmm. spirit and mm-hmm. more technology based and mm-hmm. people looking for connections. You have created uh, something called Gorilla Yogis. Tell me about mm-hmm. that and why you felt there was a need for that
1: we're bombarded by opposing forces all day long and uh sometimes it's really hard to find balance in our lives and when guerrilla yogis was created We wanted to break out of the molds of our day-to-day living or maybe even like we get stuck in a routine going to the same gym or the same studio or the same uh, community center Mm -hmm. to practice. And how can we come together and breath by breath uh, do things to help others? So that the practice and Gorilla Yogis was really about raising money for incredible nonprofits and giving all of those proceeds by gathering.
0: So what you do is you go to public places, Mm -hmm. you ask people for a $10 suggested donation, Mm -hmm. and you create and practice yoga as a community, Mm And then you give that money to other local nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Um, you do that, you co founded that with somebody else, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, that must Nan. feel really great to have given, you've given over $60,000.
1: Yeah, we gave tons of money away and did some really incredible things and practiced in so many amazing spaces. And now what's happened is, as you had mentioned, yoga is becoming uh, more accepted and there's more teachers and there's more people going out there and doing this. So we have taken a step back and are processing how we can do greater good as we roam the urban jungle and help others through the
0: practice. Mm -hmm. So you're not producing guerrilla yogi events right now?
1: Currently, no. We have um, talked about doing them quarterly, but there's so many competing places that we've merged with an organization called Yoga Garage uh so this summer every Wednesday night from six thirty to seven thirty, uh we we rented a space from the park board and we're on Lake of the Isles and twenty eighth. So if you go to Isles Buns and Coffee and you get some really yummy um food, you can walk down the street and uh come see us and practice as a community and your donations go to cool organizations. I
0: love that. You were a yogi, are a yogi, you were a practitioner. And you decided to take this and make this, obviously it's your life's work, Mm -hmm. and make it into super stretch yoga, Mm. characters, cards, coloring books. Tell me about when you first got the idea for super stretch.
1: By passion, I teach yoga, my job or my career, or my old work, used to be uh, as an industrial designer. And I was in the beauty industry and helped uh, from concept to fruition design products for different organizations that I was hired by. And I was always practicing my practice Mm -hmm. at home in the morning, at night, um, just the way that I interacted with others. And what I kept seeing more and more is this... um, Challenge that we're having in our culture, a really a crisis, because more people are stressed out, more people have anxiety temperaments, more people are having um, challenges when they get frustrated or um, upset on how to really process their big emotions. So I used my design skills and my passion and my life practice. To create super stretch yoga so that all children and adults, you know, because we're all big kids. Yeah, Yeah. I was just going (laughs) to say that actually. Can uh, find easy ways to use breathing and movement practices to come to their senses and balance out all of the 86 billion neurons that we have in our brain. And when you thought
0: about that, so you're laying in bed and you're thinking about that this is going to be your entrepreneurial life. And Mm. did you see the character in your mind? Because you've literally developed a character. Mm hmm.
1: Uh, I saw at first it was yoga game when I was teaching about 20 plus years ago. And to kids, I created this interactive mural that the kids worked with. But I've always been fascinated by Japanese anime Uh and um, science fiction. And that's one of the reasons I became an industrial designer, a product designer. And just like the Gorilla Yogi's logo, I created a character that fit into the design aesthetic that I am so fascinated with.
0: When you thought about Super Stretch Yoga as a business, what was Mm. the first piece that you developed and designed?
1: I would say that interactive board, working with kids and finding an easier way to communicate with toddlers. And then it evolved into flashcards. The flashcards evolved into coloring sheets I had talked to a friend of mine who worked at Sesame Street Live, sure, and said, "I love this, but I want to get out to a larger global audience." And now, uh, because of that, I hired a development company to help execute the f- and cr- and take. Twelve of the seventy-two flashcards and um, animate them and add in little videos to make an app. So now it has over just on iOS platform alone uh, as an app has over um, six hundred and seventy-five thousand downloads and active users. And schools email me to get batch downloads. And it's in the states and overseas in Asia and Australia. And I, lo- I so, love the idea. Yeah, it just is this. It just keeps. Evolving,
0: yeah. I love the idea of here you are, this one person, Mm. and you're in this daily practice, and you're trying to be a good human, Mm. and that you created a business that you can make money from Mm. so you can, you know, have your living things. Not
1: the intention at the beginning. Uh, Now I'm kind of going backwards.
0: Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, Uh, well, I just wanted to share the love, I want people to live delightfully and really let go and be in their life Versus keeping up with the Joneses or a little kid sees another kid do something and then they have a temper tantrum because they're not getting the same thing that Susie or Johnny are getting. But really, if you step back and take a bird's eye perspective and zoom out, you realize like, oh, I'm so happy for this little friend of mine versus I'm going to act out with anger. And I think that the yoga practice, because it is skills for living, teach you how to, be proactive versus reactive in your life.
0: It's funny you mentioned that exact scenario. So
1: this wasn't for money. This was for
0: like literally sharing the love. But as you come back, these products cost money. Now Mm. it's a business. Mm. Is making these products and sharing this news, the fact that it makes money, is that a goal? I mean, are you living off of what you're making from these products?
1: I still have, this is my side gig. Okay. I live with hustle and grit. Yep. So I do all kinds of really fantastic things to balance out keeping my passion alive. And as an entrepreneur, I go to a lot of meetings and business events and talk to VCs and share my business plans and uh, talk to this incredible lifestyle business that actually I've created. Because I have teacher training programs mm-hmm. that I go around the United States and teach, and I have programs that the University of Minnesota has have studied, researched, and proven the validity of how yoga helps to lower your heart rate, calm your mind, make adults take less meds if they're in facilities where they need to take medication it's just been this kind of evolving process
0: i love the idea that you and i don't mean to like keep talking about money yeah that this podcast is about entrepreneurs and money is either what drives some people yeah or gives people purpose Mm. or helps them be able to fulfill their individual missions because they have made money to do so. Yeah. What I like about what you're doing is, is that you are really, truly doing something from the heart that the money has come and the money takes care of itself if you're doing it the right way. Do you know what I mean? Because you're spreading yes. the joy Yes, and that that's really, your are explaining to me your purpose and your mission and all the rest will come.
1: Yes. As an entrepreneur, because I didn't set out to be one. Right. I wanted to teach people how to kind of have that inward quest to find happiness and meaning from the mystery and chaos of life. I, If I would step back and zoom out and have a bird's eye perspective of business, I would say I'm a social mission person who's a content creator who happened to have created something that people need and want. Now... I have to do what, like, a Love Your Melon did a long time ago, or a Minnie and Paul did a long time ago, or where they actually set out with a plan and a goal and they went for it.
0: So you are coming at it almost the backwards way in. Mm -hmm. And when we have talked to both uh, Love Your Melon and Minnie and Paul, these socially conscious business initiatives where they developed products to create and contribute to their social economy, you were already doing that and now you're, um, you've are you created these products and now you're backing into it. So that makes Correct. sense to me.
1: To actually find a way to monetize and a strategy to make this even bigger than what it is.
0: To spread the word more. Mm-hmm. Just a totally practical question. Yes. Like you talk about how yoga clears the mind and the breathing and gives you connection. Just your belief is that the sheer practice of just going to a yoga class every day or however many days a week you do that Mm -hmm. opens up these channels and these pathways and this breath that allows you to do cope with anxiety, cope with Mm -hmm. all these things better. Mm -hmm. Um, Why don't more people do it?
1: Well, at first it was, a fear, right? Uh, that's one of the reasons that Super Stretch's mission statement is Namaste, nothing is impossible, always be honest, make the world a better place, act with kindness, share with others, trust and believe in yourself, enjoy and have fun. Because when people first had me coming into schools, they were like, This is the devil's work. I'm not having my kid do this weird practice, yeah. you know? And so I would get canceled before going into the school, like less than 24 hours before. And now that people have brought in yoga as a fitness discipline, it's a little bit more accepted. Mm-hmm. But the joke is, to me, is that on the subtle level, people come in to yoga for the hero's physique and a tight ass and strong arms, yep. right? But actually, it's completely not that. It's not a workout it's a work in and in that inward quest you kind of fall into the philosophy and the path and that great tree of yoga that no matter what you practice you're actually tapping into your central nervous system which is your brain at the base of your spine you energetically draw up and weave these amazing neurological pathways and uh, nerves and your nervous system and you activate everything so that we are connected with our head and our heart and when our head and our heart are connected and everything's flowing smoothly through our central nervous system that's the practice that's where the magic happens that's where you're grounded in the moment you're stable i see You're a beast, just like that thing sticker on your um, laptop. Yeah, it's you learn how to not say this is your central nervous system and I'm touching my elbow and up to my wrist. And then your hand is your brain. Most people are running around flipping their lids and freaking out because we're in that fight or flight all the time, sending cortisone and all this icky stuff through our systems. But the practice subtly without even thinking about it gets you into your bliss body where you're in your prefrontal cortex and you have prefrontal power and you're sending serotonin and dopamine and all of these happy hormones through your body. And when you have that filtering through your system, life is effortless. Life is, it's beautiful, right? And I know like everybody thinks that I see the world through rose-colored glasses, but when you really get your body into that state, like in Shavasana, Mm -hmm. where you're just like, oh my God, I don't know what just happened, but I want more of that. hmm That's life. But we are just like in this fight or flight all the time. And if we can get up and out of that survival mode and into the heart of our being, oh my God, fucking magic happens. Yeah, it's really
0: interesting to hear you talk about that. Yeah, and the hair on
1: my arm stands up. Because it's so true. It's like, I had brought a quote by David Blaine, but if we want to do epic shit, we have to realize that we are all capable of infinitely more than we believe. Yeah. So nothing is impossible, just like Super Stretch says.
0: So, Super Stretch, when you're connecting Super Stretch, the character, the cards, the mm-hmm. mission, the coloring books, and you're talking to kids, do they get it right away?
1: Oh my God, they love the characters. <laughs> and that's why it's so funny. Like, the app was created at a, as a flute um, just because I wanted to get out to a larger audience and I saw the potential of where our world is going technologically and now look at what has happening with AI and all of this stuff and self-driving cars Mm -hmm. and everything that, you know, SpaceX and all these amazing humans are doing. Um, This fluke now has so many users that now we're trying to figure out how to monetize this freemium because people are asking for more. I mean, I just got an email this morning from at New York. We want to download this onto all of the kids' iPads. Do we need special codes? And I reply back like, no, it's free. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Australia just wrote an article on SuperStretch, which is great, But uh, as a business person who's looking for money and a return on their investment, that's
0: a little bit more challenging. You know, do you feel weird about it? Do you feel like, here it is, I put this thing into the world because I wanted to better people's lives. Mm -hmm. And now it wouldn't hurt if I could retire at some point and, (laughs) you know, pay for my house and those other things. Does that make you feel weird?
1: Mm, I believe that if we are able to do epic shit, (laughs) right? Yep. If I keep going down this path of inhaling the good stuff and exhaling the BS and realize like, wow, look at what I did without even trying. What if I step back and try? Yeah. And what does that look like?
0: So you've got a lot of products now. Mm -hmm. You've got things that you can monetize, things Mm -hmm. that you can sell. When you say, and I step back and try, is that Mm -hmm. what was the result of that? Then hiring this development company to help you?
1: No, I think I have in the pro- in the process of doing all this, I realized I need to hire people who are smarter than me to help me to implement some of these things. So I hired a development team and I've hired people to update the apps or I've hired people where I can do a lot of the back-end work and design stuff. I hired people to like help me with um, maybe SEO or updating my websites. And, um, but stepping back and looking at it as a business person, I think that's why I go to all of these business meetings, all the events that like say Carlson School of Management has because I'm learning how to look for strategic partners, how to give up equity for a business that has potential and partner with people who see that potential so that I can turn this into a um, business that can do greater things than what it's doing right now.
0: And what does that feel like to sit in a meeting at Carlson Business School and Hmm. be thinking about, wow, I might not be able alone to bring this to fruition and have the world domination that I am seeking. So can I give up part of myself to do this? Does that feel freeing or scary?
1: Uh, Both. Humbling and happy. Um, There's always two sides of the coin, right? And I am ready for uh, Super Stretch to go to college. And I'm looking for those strategic alliances to like set Stretch free. Yep. Because I just want this to be in the world. And I want people to be able to really use the app and the products to, their, to enhance their lives and help them thrive. So if I keep just doing what I'm doing, it's just going to be like a dog chasing its tail. Mm-hmm. Right? And that Like what down dog teaches you is thinking of a dog is that, you know, you can get really attracted to shiny things, but to funnel and channel and focus on the breath, it allows things to effortlessly come to fruition. And so that's what I'm trying to do with myself is step back and uh, do listen to my own philosophy that I'm spewing in a very tangible way.
0: It's interesting yeah. that you talked about setting super stretch, like free, mm. like opening up and saying, okay, I have this character, I have this business, I have these things. But if I open up instead of hold tighter, mm. that I'll be able to perhaps see some nugget or open myself up to what this might look like in a bigger way that really can impact more people. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this, there's something that has been in my mind this whole time we've been talking. yeah, And it really i I connected to what you said about kind of in this place of fear of missing out Mm -hmm. and we're creating this social construct through the social media of community but yet you're not really sometimes making community you're sometimes feeling kind of alone with your phone in this very weird space right and wanting to be a part of everything, and I'm a person that's a joiner, and I'm excited by everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm, then when I'm
1: like, I'm like your sister from another mister, yeah. And the then like way, someone's
0: yeah. doing something, and my first instinct is not, wow, that's so cool what they're doing. It's, oh, why aren't I doing that? Or why didn't I think of sure. that? Or I should be doing that too. Sure. And it has been more recently mm-hmm. that I have been able to get connected with what that really is. Yeah a feeling of somewhat in, being inadequate, a feeling of not being comfortable in my own skin. And if you can just accept that if that was your path you would be doing it and mm-hmm. trying to find wholeness within yourself, mm-hmm. you can open up and be happy for them. Right. Be happy for that person. Yeah. Not feel like it's about you at all because yeah. it isn't. Right. But completely. To have that like 365 degree overall perspective is really a hard thing to get and I don't think I mean, I'm 50 and I've had it like twice. Yeah. So I'm just so impressed by your beliefs and your feeling of that the openness is the way you're going to get to the next level, not in the keeping up with the Joneses and the copycat. And if I just do more of this and more of that, that I I really resonate with that.
1: Yeah. And it's really humbling. I mean, you basically just described what ahimsa is which is the first principle and the first precept of the yoga practice that in thought and speech and in action the merits of your practice benefit all beings where you can find joy in others happiness but also not be mean to yourself because you can't if you're negativizing your life then you're not practicing ahimsa for yourself
0: right and yeah yeah, very interesting.
1: And, and and that's what's so fascinating about the world that we live in. Like I created Stretch because I know we're living in a technological world. But I have a really big challenge with self-promoting and this whole social world that we are in because it's a false reality. And if you really do share the ups and downs, it's not met the same way as someone who's always posting like these beautiful pictures and these uh, happy life and all of this. Um, To me, sometimes it's very fake. And um, I believe that there will be a shift in perspectives. It's just going to take some time.
0: And it's a fairly new medium, right? If we look at it in the context of the history of how long, I mean, we've only been, I think Facebook's like 10 years Mm -hmm. old. And Instagram, I think is maybe even like, gosh, it's gotta be maybe only four years old.
1: I don't know, but it's consciousness hacking. So what happens in consciousness hacking is that there, every time someone likes something you post, you're getting hit at dopamine. Yeah. Right. And so all of a sudden you're like, I have to live in this space. Um, I, someone just had me watch black mirror. I don't have a TV. And there was this one where, uh, dallas howard what's her name bryce dallas howard there you go
0: ron howard's daughter
1: it freaked me out so much that i made them turn it off i was like so uncomfortable i was hiding under the um, blanket when we were watching the tv because this is what's happening in our world there are scientists right now taking like the brain and turning it into zeros and ones in the computer Mm -hmm. so that the computer can start thinking for you so you could send out like a you know, like a doll of yourself into the world. And you can just sit on a couch like that. (laughs) No, you know, it's like, I do. it's like that. Because I know when you think
0: about augmented reality and virtual reality and AI. Like that movie
1: that Bruce Willis was in where like he sat in a pod and then like, oh yeah, no, all that stuff is happening. And so how do we take back and simplify our existence to really be present to the beauty that surrounds us? And I know I sound like a Hallmark card. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: but it's, it's appealing
1: still, to me. It's, it's I buy totally cards. true. If you empower your mind and your body and you really live a whole life, and that's yoga itself means to yoke, right? All these disparate elements that we have. The negativizing when you see someone doing something and you get the FOMO to the um, positivity of like watching your daughter flourish, Mm -hmm. right? Or, you know, designing a beautiful house. It's like, how can you balance out the good and bad to find center? And if you think about simplifying yoga, and that's what the breath is.
0: Is there, if someone's listening to this podcast, Mm -hmm. And they've not done yoga before. Yeah. Like, what is the entry level? What is the entry point for someone who is like, well, what she's talking about feels like it could be something I need right now. Yeah. What do you recommend in the Twin Cities?
1: Oh, that's really good. Because there is this kind of low-grade depressiveness that's happening in our culture and we are all walking around uh, very stimulated and we're creating ADD, ADHD just from the technology that we're involved in and all the screens we're bombarded with all day long. I believe that if you just stop in a car and take a deep breath at the stop sign before you move forward, you have just practiced yoga. A really good inhale and a positive exhale. I believe that if you smile at someone, that's empathy. And those mirror neurons help you to feel good from the inside out. There's so many incredible studios in town that it's really hard to say, like, do this or go here because there's so many different styles and disciplines. I think you just have to really um, like when you're cooking in the kitchen, In order to find out which spice you like, you gotta try it. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like, you know, finding out who you're gonna be partners with for forever. You gotta kind of like try these different things until you really feel what resonates with you and allows you to flourish. So, I would say there are nonprofit studios that you can go and just donate. There's tons of outdoor yoga this summer. There are so many interesting um, health clubs that are doing really good things uh, with their yoga programs. Mm-hmm. There's lovely um, studios in town that um, you could go to to try out their free week. So I think you should try a potpourri of things to really find out what works with you. And not to forget... Sorry, it's like a long run on sentence, but not to forget um, the fact that since we are in this digital age, even Peloton has yoga classes if you sign on to that app. And YouTube has amazing free resources. Mm. Type in beginners and yoga and you'll find so many incredible things.
0: So getting started Mm. is really just starting.
1: Oh, Yeah. I always tell people who like fall off the wagon with yoga and they're like, I just don't feel it. That's fine. So today go sit on the mat and maybe you'll feel like moving and tomorrow try that again and see what happens. And step by step, bit by bit, it's just like a dance of opposites. You might move forward, you might move backwards, but ultimately you'll get to that space if you don't cling or grasp right?
0: Yeah. Hold on too tight. Is super yeah. stretch yoga designed for a certain age group?
1: Uh, we say that super stretch is designed for ages three to 11 to help them with their big emotions.
0: Mm-hmm. And when you think about like, cause I want a super stretch for adults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what I'm looking yeah. for here. It well, adults great.
1: use the app. I've had emails saying I got stuck in a snowstorm. I couldn't leave my house and they did 10 minutes and they did the app and they had fun.
0: Are there other, um, can you see maybe that you would make an app for adults?
1: I would love to, once I find that good strategic partner who sees that this lifestyle practice isn't going away and you can monetize it. Um, I am part of an organization called, um, the big no, which has a Bean platform, and on that Bean platform, they have subject matter experts like Dan Butner for sure um, wellness and yes, longevity. For yep, and for the Blue Zones, and Andrew Zimmern for food, and uh, Chris Farrell for money. Mm-hmm. And I just finished, and we're they're editing right now. Um, I'm a subject matter expert for yoga and meditation practices, mm-hmm. so my videos are going to be about um, empowering the mind and body through movement, breathing, and uh, mindfulness practices.
0: You yeah. like when So you, that's for adults. That looks yeah. amazing. And it's so amazing. It's like
1: Netflix for wellness.
0: And will it be something you subscribe to or will it be an app or a website? It's a
1: website subscription that anybody can get on, but a lot of um, healthcare companies are using this for their employees and oh. it's part of your benefit package. Love it. So there are a lot of organizations that are starting to do similar things, but I believe this platform just is rock solid incredible. Incredible. They even have like therapy, so you can have like Is it a local? therapist talking. Yes, it's a local company, but it's a na- an international yeah. accessibility.
0: I may have to podcast with someone from there moving forward. It yeah. sounds like a great yeah. idea. Yeah,
1: they're really changing the scope of the idea of bringing wellness to employees but also just anybody who's interested in diving deeper
0: Mm -hmm. um you've been very interesting to talk to do you (laughs) feel like you got to say everything you wanted to say because for those of you listening um, jess has a whole like clipboard in front of her with notes (laughs) and i want to encourage people to download the super stretch yoga app i want to encourage them to go to the super stretch website Mm -hmm. to buy products for their kiddos They're real cute, very mm -hmm, well designed, mm -hmm. and we could all use a little mindfulness, right? Mm
1: -hmm. And if there's any uh, educators or studios or companies that want me to come in and uh, talk to them, I can give CEUs and I can. uh, uh, I'm a registered school, Mm -hmm. so I have a lot of opportunity to mix into other organizations to help everybody thrive and learn cool stuff. Yeah. Thank you for being a guest today. Oh my gosh. Thank you for all that you do and create. It's It's been a blast. Thanks.